Masechet Nedarim Daf Yod Zayin. The theme today is taking a double vow, uh, taking a vow on something and then taking another vow about the very same item. Uh, does that work? Does the second one apply or not? The answer is the Mishnah, Yesh neder betoch neder, ve'en shivu'ah betoch shivu'ah. Literally, this would mean that there is a vow within a vow, but uh, what it means, the betoch is actually, there is a vow upon another vow, or within the same time period as another vow. It does work, whereas for a shivu'ah, one shivu'ah does not apply upon another shivu'ah, um, uh, shivu'ah within the shivu'ah, or really it means um, upon a, a, a double shivu'ah. Um, with, it's, I think it's the language of within to say, this is already prohibited in shivu'ah, can I add another prohibition within that prohibition? So for shivu'ah, it does not work. Here's an example, kesad. Amad hareni nazir im ochal. Hareni nazir im ochal. A person says, if I eat something, I will be a nazir. So being a, becoming a nazir, this is a vow. And uh, if, if, he, if he eats, and then ve'achal, chayav al kol achat ve'achat. So since he ate, that triggers both of these vows. And then, therefore, he is a nazir twice. Uh, if you just say had any nazir, standard amount is 30 days. So in this case, you have to be a nazir for 30 days and then start again and do have be another 30 days, 60 days altogether. Yes, that does um, apply. However, if he makes a shivu'ah, I am not going to eat. And then he says again the same thing, a promise not to eat. And then he ate. He is he is liable only one pro- prohibition. Only you have, only have to bring one sacrifice for doing that, um, because a shivua does not apply to another shivua. Good. That's the Mishnah, and now the Gemara is going to discuss the parameters uh, in which this uh, applies or does not apply. Amar Avhuna, lo shanu ela de Amar hareni nazir hayom hareni nazir lemachar. Ravuna is limiting the Mishnah and saying that when we say a neder can apply to another neder, that's only if they, uh, they are not totally overlapped. There has to be some part of it that does not overlap. So if he says, I will be a Nazir today, and then he says, I will be a Nazir tomorrow, well, the one starting today is going to be for 30 days. That's true. The next one, he says it's going to start tomorrow. Um, in fact, it will start after the, thir- for the first 30 days starts. But it does apply in that case um, because he added another day, meaning at the end of the 30 days after, the, after today, there's going to be yet another day, certainly, that the second Nizirut will apply. So since the second Nizirut applies to more than the first Neder, therefore the Nizirut does apply to the, the second one, does apply to the first. And in fact, you'll have to uh, serve them successively 30 days and then another 30 days. Aval Amar Hareni Nazir Hayom Hareni Nazir Hayom and Hala Nazirut Al Nazirut. But Ravuna said, if I say um, I am a Nazir today and then said the same thing again, then because they're completely overlapped, there's nothing 
that's shifted over at all. So since the second one does not apply to anything that the first one didn't already apply to, in that case, the prohibition will not apply to another prohibition. So that's Ravuna. He's limiting the uh, the case of the Mishnah regarding Neder applies to another Neder, only if the second Neder applies to something that the first one didn't. But if they're completely overlap with nothing, not, no shift over in time, then it will not overlap. Okay, that's Avonah's opinion. Shemuel says, even if he says it twice, it still applies. Nazir, right? He will be a Nazir, even if he says it, I will be a Nazir today. And he said that again, it will in fact apply. Um, and the second one will apply afterwards. Kind of makes sense for uh, Nezirut, where um, although he's saying from today, but it doesn't actually start today, even though he said from today, because he already is a Nazir from today. So instead, the obligation gets pushed off to later. So it has somewhere to apply. So even though he said today, since it's going to apply anyway, um, um, at a point afterwards. So that, therefore, for Nizirut, it does in fact apply twice. That's Shemuel's opinion. All right, Shemuel's opinion seems to be the simple reading of the Mishnah. Um, that, uh, you know, he, in, in the example of the Mishnah, had any Nazir, had any Nazir, he doesn't say today, but it sounds like he's saying, he's not saying tomorrow either. So he's saying the exact same language. So Shemuel does seem to make sense. But Avuna says, uh, just conceptually, how could it be that you should apply the same thing twice? If something's already prohibited, then it can't be prohibited again. Like a shivuah, if I already obligated myself to do something then, or not do something, then how can I obligate myself in that very same item? That's Rav Huna's opinion. All right, now we're going to question, challenge Rav Huna a few times, uh, I think three times today, and we'll continue more on the next stuff. So first challenge to Ravuna. Well, Ravuna adetana en shivua betoch shivua litne yesh neder betoch neder ve'en neder betoch neder. Ravuna, according to you, how come the Mishnah distinguishes between neder and shivua? That neder it does work, and shivua a second shivua does not apply. If you can make a finer distinction within neder neder itself, so really the difference is not between neder and shivua. The difference is even within neder. Sometimes there is a neder that applies to another, and sometimes not. And here, this is how, how what the Mishnah should say, according to you. If I say I'll be a nazir today, and then I say I'll be a nazir tomorrow, in that case, yes, neder can apply to another. But uh, But if I say the same thing twice, I'm a nazir today, I'm a nazir today, then we do not apply a neder to another. Kashya. So really the Mishnah should say that because the difference is not fundamentally between a neder and shivuah, uh, but that somehow because a neder applies to an object, so I can make that, I can make, I could um, have two prohibitions, but a shivuah where it applies to me and I'm already prohibited, so that's why, therefore I can't, that, that's what the, the Mishnah sounds like. It's making a conceptual distinction between neder and shivuah. But according to you, Ravuna, no, it's not the difference between neder and shivuah. It's just about whether it overlaps or not and therefore you can make the distinction even a finer distinction even within neder kashya so that is a difficulty with the mishnah we're now going to introduce a second difficulty with the mishnah 
Tenan, yesh neder betoch neder ve'en shavu'ah betoch shavu'ah. That's the opening line of our Mishnah, that you can have a neder upon another neder, but shavu'ah upon another shavu'ah is not binding. Hechidameh, now where the Gemara is asking, uh, what kind of cases are they talking about? The cases have to be corresponding, right? Whatever neder, in whatever case neder does work, has to be a corresponding case that's similar, except that it's a shavu'ah and where it won't work. So what's the case? Ilema da amar hadeni nazir hayom, hadeni nazir lemachar, techavata gabe shivuah, shelo ochal teenim, vechazar va amar, shivuah shelo ochal anavim, amai lo hala shivuah al shivuah. If you say, Ravhuna, that is what you say, that the Mishnah is only talking about a case where a person first says, I will be a nazir today. And then he says, I will be as a Nazir tomorrow, where they do not completely overlap. And that's the only case where a Neder applies to another Neder. That's what you said, Ravuna. Well, then let's take a corresponding case regarding a Shavuah, also where they do not overlap. For example, if someone says, makes a Shavuah, I will not eat figs. And then he says, I will not eat grapes. Well, why wouldn't the second Shavuah apply to the first? They don't, they don't um, overlap. They're talking about two different things. Surely, both Shavuot would be valid. And so, um, that we can't be talking about that case where they don't overlap because we need a case that, that uh, a Neder does apply, but a Shavuah does not apply. So, rather, what's the case of Neder so that the corresponding Shavuah will not? What's a case where a shivua does not apply to another shivua? The shivua case would be where he says, I'm not going to eat figs. And then again, he says, I'm not going to eat figs. The second one does not apply because he's already prohibited from eating figs on the first one. The second one has nothing to bind onto. It's not valid. So the corresponding case to those two fig swears would be the Nezirut, where a person says, I am a Nazir today, and he can says the same thing, I am a Nazir today. That's the corresponding case when they do overlap, and that's where a neder does apply to another neder, a shivua does not apply to another shivua. So we proved from the correspondence in the opening line in the Mishnah against Ravuna has to be a case where there is full overlap. And yet, even there, the neder works. So how could Ravuna answer? Ravuna didn't answer the first question, uh, but he has an answer to this one. In fact, Ravuna says, I think the Mishnah is a case where he says, I'll be a Nazir today, and then he says, I'll be a Nazir tomorrow. So they don't totally overlap. That's the only reason why the second Nedir works. What's the corresponding item with uh, Shavua? Not what you said, but rather, It will be a case where a first person takes a swear that I will not eat figs, and then second time he says, I will not eat figs or grapes. That, 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 um, in that case, it will not take effect. In other words, it's not what you said. You said it's uh, the it's not overlapping at all when he says I'll be in Azir today and then tomorrow. You said that's corresponding to to that to swears I will not eat grapes. I will not eat figs. But those are com- two completely separate things with no overlap whatsoever. 
But in fact, your case of the your the case of Nazir, my case, Avuna's case of Nazir, is when there's an overlap of twenty nine days. It's just what's pushed off only one day is not an overlap. So it's mostly overlap like a Venn diagram. And so the corresponding of Shavuah would also be when there's partial overlap. The first one is only figs. The second one, because it has a new item to apply to, so then the whole uh, the whole vow, the whole swear does in fact apply, and it would apply even to the te'enim, such that if a person then ate te'enim, uh, if he ate figs, he would be liable to two korbanot. If he did it by mistake, two korbanot. Um, uh, or if he did it on purpose, two sets of lashes. And uh, so that's where we're talking about the lo haila. So in fact, according to the Mishnah, in that case where he ate figs and then eats, um, a, a, first I won't eat figs, then he says I won't eat figs or anavim, the Mishnah says there is no shivuah and pana shivuah, so it would not it does not apply. Um, but that, but here we have a corresponding case when there's partial overlap with a neder, it will apply. The same equal partial overlap with a shavuah, in fact, does not apply. Okay, good. So now Ravuna explained himself and he, had, he does have a case. We're going to challenge this because um, we have another ruling by Daba who talks about this case and says that, in fact, the second one will apply. Raba talks about um, an interesting variant of this case from which we will infer that in the regular case he would be liable to two. So it's as follows. He first he makes a, a swear not to eat figs. Then he makes a second swear not to eat figs or grapes. And then he eats figs, which um, certainly violates the first one and also actually violates the second one. Um, but then at that point, he separated a korban. Okay. Uh, a korban for violating eating figs. So I'm going to bring this korban as a korban hatat. Good. And then after he separated the, the sacrifice, he went and ate grapes. So in that case, the grapes are only half a shi'ud. He doesn't have to bring an offering unless he violates the entire swear, which is, I'm not going to eat figs and grapes, but he only ate grapes. Now it's true, he ate figs before, but he already separated a sacrifice and atoned for the, for the figs. So the figs have already been taken care of, wiped out, so now that he eats grapes, it's only half of what half of, of a, a violation, and you don't bring a korban for a half of a violation. It's uh, still not good to do, but you don't bring korban for it. Okay, so that's Rabaz Chidush, that once you uh, separated the sacrifice, then that takes care of whatever you did before, and then the grape stands alone. Alma. What can we infer from Rabbi's statement? So we see that uh, in this case, when a person uh, swears they won't eat figs, and then he says, I'm not going to eat figs or um, uh, figs or uh, and grapes, since the swear does apply to the grapes because that's a new item that he didn't mention in the first one. Therefore, the whole swear applies and uh, applies also to the figs such that there would be a double swear 
against the figs. And so you see here that in the in this parallel case, Rabbi, you brought this as your example, um, where a neder would work and a shivua would not work when there's partial overlap of uh, one day shifted over with the nazir, then neder does apply to a neder, but a shivua does not apply to a shivua when the second one partially overlaps, but partially doesn't, the se- doesn't the first shivua. That's what you said, Rabuna, in order to justify your case. But here we see that Rabah does not agree and thinks that if it's, not, if it's only a partial overlap, uh, then um, both a neder and the shivua would both apply. So that can't be what the Mishnah is talking about. Instead, the Mishnah must be talking about where there's full overlap, and it's the full overlap case. That's where a neder works and a shivua doesn't. This is a challenge to Ravuna. But Ravuna has an easy out. Ravuna, la sevira leke rabah. Ravuna just doesn't agree with rabah. They're both amoraim. Ravuna is allowed to disagree with rabah. Furthermore, Ravuna is a second generation amora, and rabah is a third generation amora. So certainly, Ravuna might have said a statement before rabah, whatever ever came on the scene. So Ravuna does not have to answer to rabah. So he disagrees, and he thinks that overlapping shivuot, partially overlapping shivuot, do not apply. And uh, therefore, Rav Huna can very easily explain the opening line of the Mishnah, so he solves that case. All right, another challenge to Rav Huna from Abraita. Metibe, Mishnadar shete nezirot, mana et harishona vefrish korban, venishalaleha. Someone made uh, committed himself to be a nazir twice, um, and so that would mean that he'd be thirty days and another another thirty days. Uh, so that works, um, and then he counted off the first. And he finished. He finished the first term, and he set aside a korban, the korban that you have to bring at the end of uh, at the end of being a nazir. But then, before he sacrificed the korban, he went to a, uh, to a rabbi or to a betin, and he undid his vow. Right? He says, "Oh, I never meant it. I couldn't. I didn't want to do it." And they said, "Okay, you're released from the first vow of nazirut." In that case, the Braita teaches something interesting, that that 30 days in which he, com- he successfully completed his Nizirut, that will still count for the second vow that he made. Even though the whole time while he was being a Nazir, we assume that this was for the first vow, but once he undoes the first vow, so there is no first vow anymore, the second vow is still around, and you don't have to start that one all over again. That can apply uh, to that first, those 30 days that he already did. And then he'll bring that korban that he set aside and bring it for the second vow. And then he'll be done. Good. That's the braita. Now we ask, what exactly is the case? If it's talking about a case that Rav Huna said, where he says, I am a Nazir today, and then he says, I'm going to be a Nazir tomorrow, then how could the second vow be fulfilled with the first 30 days? Right, we're talking about a case where he said, I'll be a Nazir today, I'll be a Nazir tomorrow. That day, that first day when he's saying it starts day one. 30 days later is his last day from the count of the first Nazirut. And that's when he finished and he set aside a Korban. And that's the day that he went and undid the vow. 
And then, yet the Braita says, he's done with the second one. But the second one is not going to be done until the next day. Because the second vow started a day later and is going to finish a day later. So how could it be that he ends a day later, right? And this would be a challenge uh, to Rav Huna. So it must be, this Baraita can only be understood if it's talking about a case where he says, I am a Nazir today, and then said a second time, I am a Nazir today. And that's why the end of the first one is the same as the end of the, the end date of the second one. So when he undoes the first Nazirut, the second one also ended that day. And so uh, that's why the Baraita says that fulfilled his obligation for the second day. So it makes perfect sense if you say, Nazir Hayom, Nazir Hayom. It does not make sense if you say, Nazir Hayom, Nazir Lemachad, which is what Rav Huna wanted to say. And so they see that this is a rejection of Rav Huna, right? It would not work. Um, uh, it, it, this proves that Nazir Hayom, Nazir Hayom does take effect. And uh, that goes against uh, Rav Huna, because Rav Huna says, Nazir Hayom, Nazir Hayom does not take effect. Right? He said it has to be somewhat of, somewhat not overlapping, but here it's totally overlapping, and yet it does take effect. Challenged. This looks like a conclusive refutation of Ravuna. But uh, at last we save the day. It could be that there was one layer that said, final rejection, that's it, stop there. But another generation came, and write, uh, uh, you can always find a, an answer, an explanation. And so they came up with one. This Braita also, we can reconcile it with the case where he said, I'll be Nazir today, I'll be Nazir tomorrow. What does it mean that those 30 days uh, are count for him for the second Nazirut? It means, it means, except for, besides, the extra day. In other words, now that he undid the first vow, now the second vow is at day 29. So all he has to do is be a Nazir for one more day, and then he'll be done. Right? So it's very easy, not, not a big deal to explain this. Altalo means that counts for him. It goes towards the uh, 30 days that he will need for the second vow of Nazirut. Or another answer. Or it could be a case where he accepted two um, two uh, obligations to be a Nazir simultaneously. In other words, he said on day one, he didn't say two separate statements, I am going to be a Nazir today, uh, period. I'm going to be a Nazir today. But rather, he said, I'm going to be a Nazir twice. And uh, so that he, for he will then have to bring twice the korbanot, he'll get twice the punishment if he doesn't. That's what he said. Um, and so uh, according to that, it would mean that uh, Nazirut, if he said uh, if he said it uh, simultaneously, I'm going to beat Nazir twice, then yes, that would affect, that would take effect and he would have to, and he could um, uh, serve it at the same time. Those 30 days will be the fulfillment of both of them. On the other hand, according to Rav Huna, and this answer is for Rav Huna, if he said, Hareni Nazir, period, Hareni Nazir is two separate statements, according to Rav Huna, that would not take effect, uh, because uh, two, you can't apply a neder upon another neder. However, if it's one neder, in, in which you say, I'm a Nazir twice, that works. So yes, you can become a double Nazir at the same time, simultaneously, but you cannot say, I'm a, I'm a Nazir, I'm a Nazir, 
because then that can't apply to the previous one. That would not work at all, according to Rav Huna. We're not done with Rav Huna. We're going to ask, uh, ask him some more questions, but that'll wait till the next stuff. Baruch Adonai Lodam. Amen v'amen.